Thanks for tuning in to the Undercuts review of the 2023 Monaco Grand Prix. Please rate and review wherever you listen and enjoy the show. By being a racing driver, you are under risk all the time. By being a racing driver means you are racing with other people. And if you no longer go for a gap that exists, you're no longer a racing driver. So we had the 2023 Monaco Grand Prix. Unfortunately, we weren't able to see Imola last week with all the flooding, um, but at least we were delighted to see pictures of Yuki helping clean up Fienza. I don't know if you saw that, but that was pretty cool. Yeah, no, I mean, um, obviously the right right decision there to uh, cancel yeah, the race course. with the serious weather. So hopefully everybody didn't see Nick DeVries out there though. <laughs> hey, no, okay, but at least we I'm didn't. At least we didn't have another long, kidding. an extra long gap for the next race. Uh, yeah, so we kind of yeah. Nick kind of spoke it into existence, saying how you don't want to break, and then having Monaco as the first race back, and we. I feel like the races have been so spread out, whether it's been uh, cancellations or whatever it is. It's, it's, been, just, a, it's been a very, very stop-start season yeah. so far. Like just as you get in a what you think might be a groove, there's a big gap, um, and then we were looking forward to three races in a row, but yeah, we lost one. But Monaco this weekend, Spain next weekend. So yeah, let's let's see where we are come the end of it. Yeah, two very different tracks. Um, of course. But for anybody who has watched Formula One and has seen the Monaco Grand Prix, we know that more like any other race, qualifying is the most important in Monaco. Um, yeah. you know, the race is typically not all that exciting, at least in recent history. But qualifying was super exciting this year. Um, let's just let's jump into it. So... For Q1, early in the session, two years in a row, Checo has crashed out in qualifying, of course, this year. Last year was what started the feud between him and Max, supposedly. Um, Yeah, Max hasn't forgotten, yeah, the Q3 crash, yeah, that aborted his lap, yeah. Yeah, but that was much more beneficial to Checo than this year when um, he crashed out within five minutes of the start of Q1 and... The times were coming fast, so it, you you could tell right away that there was no way that his time was gonna was gonna hold up. And then, so like I said, I mean, the the times were flying up. the The track was was getting faster and faster each time a car was coming through. You saw Williams up at the top, and Yuki was up at the top at, at one moment. It it was crazy. And then Lewis was almost out in Q one, but was able to. He had to abort that first lap. He had like a weird moment in the swimming pool chicane, yeah, um, and had to get around quick enough to to get another lap in. Was but was able to just get in. Um, pretty disappointing from the Haases, both getting out in Q one. Although I don't think they were expecting much more than that. Logan had a troublesome weekend all the way around, and he was out in Q one again. Joe, and then of course Checo with the P twenty spot on the grid with that. With that pretty bad crash. Yeah. Am I right? Am I right in thinking that the, the Mercedes have been struggling in qualifying for a couple of races now? I mean, I know we we missed last week, but their at race, least early on. Their race pace, yeah, their race pace seems to be better, but their qualifying pace just isn't isn't really there. So they yeah struggling to to make it through the sessions, which I mean I guess it works out in the end if you do make it through, but it's a stress that you don't need, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I think it was just, you know, particularly 
hard with with how how fast the times were going up in yeah. this one. Um, it was just like if you just had to be the, one of the last cars to go, and it yeah, seemed like that's you had, a, that's classic, you know, uh, yeah. uh, qualifying where the last guy out gets the, the fastest time for sure. And James Vowles, the guy who is um, the head of Williams, he was on the he was on Sky um, this this race weekend, and he was saying, "I didn't realize this. The F two tires are different from the F one tires. So, like in the past, I guess they were more similar. So those the 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 grip that was going down was helpful, but for these, I guess they have new tires, and it's like less helpful for the." f1 cars so they had to like re-grip it and that's why the times were flying up so much because it was like the f2 tire type was more on the asphalt when f1 had to come on and go on which i didn't i didn't I realize missed, i missed that completely so you're saying that the f2 tires in the past have helped the f1 tires the previous race because the tires were more similar of a compound i guess so it was just you know i guess similar how he explained it was like similar tires are grippier it's better to be grippier to the same thing. So now that they're more oh, different, the tires. Oh, you're talking about right, the rubber that's been laid down from the F2 yep. tires and the F1 exactly. tires sticking to that. But yep. now they're not so similar, so they don't have that adhesion. So it, yeah. right. I mean, so, it's be, so it becomes more green when the right. F2 uh, cars are going on because it's it's like an adverse effect to what they've already laid down. I don't, I don't know if it's true, but I, I heard that this is something that somebody told me many, many years ago. But back in the day, before we had tire compounds and, you know, you have to use multiple compounds and all this kind of thing, you could just use whatever you wanted and you'd have special tires just for qualifying. I did hear a, a, a rumor, whether it's true or not, that somebody with qualifying tires, they lifted when they jacked the car up that broke the suspension because the tire was so sticky and so hot that it stuck to the ground and they jacked the car up and it snapped one of the suspension rods. Wow. I don't know if that's true. We're talking about the eighties here in the seventies. So, you know, there's a lot of like, mystery. that is some real grip. <laughs> but, yeah. These tires were built for like one lap, two laps and, and that's yeah. it. Um, yeah. They could put in whatever fuel they wanted. It was the wild west, you know, back then. But, Those races uh, were crazy. You never knew what was going <laughs> to happen. Never knew, and what illegal stuff people were doing, I guess. But it wasn't even much strategy. It was just drive as hard as you can, and then come in, and we'll fill you up, and then drive as hard as you can again. I've never heard of people talking now, but now we're talking about the other, the other rubber, the other races put down ahead of the Formula One race, and how that might affect grip. I mean, that yeah. entire choice—that's an interesting one. Yeah, it, it was going over my head a little bit, but he was able to explain it in such a layman's way that I was able to something able else. To get I it. mean, they think about they think about everything. I mean, in a sport where tenths of a second and hundredths of a second count, you know, if you if that's where it's that's where the the time is to be found, why not think about it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Q two, and we get some more action. Lando, with just two minutes left in the session, crashes into the wall. Um, he had put in a pretty decent time, though, luckily enough, and he was able to make it through to the next session on that time. But once again, it came down to the wire with Lewis, and he just got through again with the time at zeros and yeah. getting through. Yeah. Um, but really, the the big surprise um, for Q2 was tr Lance got out in that session. Yeah. That was pretty surprising. And Yuki making it through to Q1, which is awesome on him. Um, he has been he's been great this year so far. Maybe it's just Nick has not looked so good, but I mean they seem yeah. to have widely considered one of, if not the worst car on the grid. And 
he's yeah. able to get it up at least near the points. And, you know, somebody, I don't know if Yuki's doing it on purpose, but I mean, this is more race chatter than it is qualifying chatter. But every time they pick to put his radio on, it's just him <laughs> screaming. I know. About I something. know. Like, this race <laughs> sucks or something like that. Like, he you said know. something like, are you guys trying to make me crash? He said that during the race. <laughs> I mean, I guess how can you not love the guy? Like, it feels like he's showing his, his true self. But yeah, know, if you want to, like, have a calm conversation with him about strategy, I don't know. It doesn't that doesn't come across. It must be possible. Otherwise, he wouldn't be at this level of motorsport. But he's. Uh, seems much calmer off the track so <laughs> he just gets crazy you, i love he puts the, the visor know, on love the guy love the guy yeah yeah me too but with six minutes left in q3 somehow mclaren was able to fix the car it looked like he had a broken suspension but they're able car, yeah yeah they were able to tape it up and he was able to get back out there he wasn't able to to move up from his spot anyway, but um, there was a little bit of drama with him and Charles during the session. Um, with Charles, I guess, blocking him at the one spot where they yeah. go under the in, in through the tunnel through the tunnel. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it's it's tough. It's, it's tough around it's, there. It's such a tight circuit. I mean, yeah, we don't we don't need to reopen the whole like should we even have Monaco debate. But, you know, uh, the cars are even bigger now than they have been, yeah. you know, in recent years. The, the track is, you know, as tight as ever. Um, one of the famous quotes, I think, is from Nelson Piquet uh, saying it's like having a bicycle race in your living room driving around <laughs> Monaco. But, you know, but at the same time, you know, the drivers talk about you know, as far as street circuits go, and we, we've talked about, you know, Perez and his, you know, street circuit uh, ability, you know, in, in other, in other t- cities around the world. But yeah. Monaco is so, so tight, you know, so unforgiving, just any, any touch here or there. And the circuit is not, the roads are like not even close to flat, you know, there is no. almost like a, like a mountain range going up yeah. and up and down. Um, I've had the, the fortunate um, opportunity to go to Monaco, not during not during a race, but just to visit yeah. the city uh, and just to stand on the track and see where the cars come through. You're like, they drive through here. This is crazy. How can they? It do is that? crazy. Um, but but yeah, I mean, it, it, if somebody's blocking somebody else, you know, did they really block them? But I guess the stewards thought that he did, right? Ultimately, yeah. I mean, he yeah, he got a three spot penalty for it so um which is yeah as you said at the beginning which is which is everything right once you're behind somebody in these you know beasts of cars trying to find a spot to get by the end of the end of q3 was crazy Ocon came got his final lap in with three minutes left he took pole position and then with a minute left or a minute and a half left charles took the pole position and then almost immediately after charles taking pole alonzo took it and then Max put in the craziest final sector I've probably I've, I've seen. He was down two tenths of a second going into the third sector and somehow pulled it out and was able to get pole. Um, and it was the shortest sector um, on the track. It's like a know, seventeen so, second sector. It's crazy. Video like video game style, you know. Yeah. Know, just taking all kinds of crazy risks because you you're putting. I mean, yes, being on pole is key, and even for Max, like being on pole is key. 
you know, yeah. overtaking even if you're in max is going to be tricky. But you're putting your whole like weekend in in jeopardy, you know. Right. Second place is still, you know, worth plenty of points if you if you smash the car up. Yeah. Um, I guess I guess you maybe you start in tenth if you're in. Obviously, you're in Q Q three at that point. But um, yeah, I don't know what his time know. was already. Yeah, that, that's true. Yeah, before then, but uh, yeah, it just shows the his prowess for sure. And it was. He was only up on Alonzo by like five one hundredths of a second. Um, yeah. Wild stuff. Yeah. But yeah, that was a amazing qualifying session. And then we get to race day. Um, it was looking like potentially there might be a little bit of rain towards the end of the race, but um, most people were saying, you know, it looked beautiful. It wasn't looking like anything was going to happen. Yeah. Like we said, Charles got the three-place grid penalty, so he had to start where I think he got P3 originally, so he dropped back to P6. And then we got the start of the race. Alonso had a great jump, but are they just that much farther apart in Monaco than they are in normal places? Like, it looks like the second spot is so much farther back. Uh, that's a question I don't know the answer to. Uh, I would assume that's a standard. There's a standard, uh, maybe, yeah, distance. But I mean, it's not a massive rundown to. Is it Anthony, yeah, no- Anthony Noguez or something? Is the first? Yeah, corner? I forget. Because it looked like Alonso had a much better start, yeah, but he was. There's just no. There's just no space. Yeah, there, you know. Oftentimes, you see people go down the inside of that corner because the pit yeah. lane exit is right there. You see all sorts of people doing all sorts of crazy things. Lewis uh, kind of tried to do that on Carlos yeah, um, right at the start. And it looked like he had a good run up the hill, um, but Carlos just closed it off. He wasn't able to, I think to get next it, to him. It was fur- it was way further back. They didn't really cover it, but I saw it after the race was Piastri took DeVries, I think, going up the hill, who was like going around the left-hander into Casino Square. Uh, yeah. He just sort of like stayed on the power around the outside and uh, – it was a nice clean maneuver, but in any kind of overtake at Monaco, you almost need the the help of the person being overtaken to sort of yeah. you know work with let you go through exactly sort of like <laughs> yeah. decide at that point that yes they've lost the position. But we did we did get some contact on the first lap Oof. Um, at yeah. the hairpin. It was just bumper yes. cars. Once the first guy got hit, then the guy behind him ran into him. Who was it? Albon, Hulk, Stroll. Yeah, Stroll went down there, trying to go down the outside of the hairpin. Yeah. I mean... That was crazy. That, that is basically, you know, traffic. You know, yeah. when, when you're on the on the highway and one car taps his brakes and then, you know, 40 cars back, they come to a dead stop. I mean, they're almost coming to a dead stop around that corner halfway through the field because they're just waiting for the car to clear. Yeah. Um, and Stroll, yeah, he went, tried to go around the outside. The, the, the car in front of him just moved to the right, I guess, as they do to, to give them as wider, you know, yeah. berth around the hairpin as they can and just totally just squeezed him completely into yeah. the wall. Yeah. Three cars do not fit around yeah, absolutely that, not. that corner. Yeah. But crazily enough, unless the timing screen was wrong, and I don't think it was, Hulk made up. Hulkenberg made up four places on that first lap and Lance dropped four places on that first lap. And I think that was the only movement throughout the whole grid. Is that right? Okay. Yeah. Um, so, and they didn't really show how that happened. So maybe it was just the timing was wrong. Maybe they mixed up the Haases. I don't know. 
but um yeah because i think the 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 overtake that i mentioned before was actually piastri taking the place back from uh de Vries, i think he got overtaken yeah. and then took it back in in the same lap yeah no but an eventful first lap checo comes in at the end of that lap um i mean he's starting from last makes sense on yeah. on this track just take it all the way to the end but oddly enough joe and hulkenberg also pitted and checo was able to jump both of them in the pits yeah um so he made up two spots on on one lap essentially and they were they were saying that george might have been a little too far in his starting grid spot but um yeah. nothing, nothing nothing came of it nothing came so. of that yeah but oddly enough, the the tire compounds were really different up and down the grid. Ma- it was like every other person: Max, Ocon, Lewis, Yuki, and Lando all from the top ten all started on mediums, and then Alonso, Carlos, Charles, Pierre, and George all started on hard tires. Yeah, um, which you don't really see that all that often, where it's so it's, it's so different in the up. strategies. I mean, Monaco is yeah usually just a, a one-stop race i guess yeah. you know it's the one of the slowest tracks um you know they don't even usually make the 200 mile minimum for the yeah. for the race it's one of the you know the slowest average speed so i guess it shouldn't be hard on tires so you know one stop just to meet the regs continue the conversation on pine-sports.com that's p i n e-sports.com and the pine sports discord which you can find linked on the website and join us in a one of a kind fantasy formula 1 contest at coopsf1.com that's c o o p s f number 1.com where you can put your theories to the test you pretty much see we're now nine laps in and Max and Alonzo are just starting to pull away. Um, yeah. Max has a nice little yeah. gap on Alonzo, but they're 10 seconds ahead of Alcon. Yeah, um, Alcon's just hold, holding everybody up, but nobody can yeah. get around him. Showing that, you know, it doesn't really matter what car you have in Monaco, as long as you put it put it up in a yeah. good spot. Put it in a good right chance spot. of yeah. getting some good points. So but Alonso's on the harder tires and doing a really good job not letting Max pull away too much, at least early on in the race. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. it was really impressive on him. And then a couple laps later, Carlos got, I don't know, frustrated behind Ocon and yeah. got a little too aggressive in um, the Nouvelle chicane and trying to get past him and messes up his front wing. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, it was, it was, it was a, I don't know. The, I don't think the opportunity was there. They were yeah. talking about it on the, um, on the commentary that maybe the they got on online and gave him the hurry up, and he sort of took that literally <laughs> like ten seconds yeah. later. That I mean, it is a legitimate overtaking spot coming down there as yeah. you can out if you can outbreak somebody. But uh, he was yeah, just too far back. It's just too far back. Um, yeah. And he, and then after he sort of jammed his front wing under the back of Ocon, what uh, was that? The uh, the end plate was sort of hanging off the side, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, he carried on. He was on the radio complaining that Ocon was, you know, not cooperating, or you know, right. it was the, you know, did something wrong in that situation. I don't know. I didn't see it personally, um, but uh, he stays out, right, driving around with his end plate hanging off. Yeah, I mean, it, it ended up coming off shortly after that. Um, and then, like, Lewis and Charles 
drove over it. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, others drove over it, yeah. Luckily, they didn't get any punctures, um, and, like, no safety car to come out. I guess when Charles hit it, it kind of flew off to the side, and someone was able to, able to grab it. Yeah, yeah. So, not so bad, but, I mean, he was not nearly as close to Ocon at that point after he got that little bit of damage. He wasn't able to, to really stay up on him like that. Yeah, you got to. I don't know what that would do to the the whole like end plate was missing. So that yeah. how does that affect the front front end downforce? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, it sort of that was the end of his race. It seems at that point. Yeah, although they were they were Ferrari was playing games trying to trying to make something happen. Um, but anyway, mean, we heard you mean with when, the radio calls about like, yeah, and like the seeing, dummy pit stops oh and God. I mean, I'm multiple. a I'm a Ferrari guy, but it was that. Was that strategy or was that ineptitude? Uh, what? I mean, I it's, uh, it felt like they were trying to get Ocon to pit first, which right. ultimately happened anyway, and bit Ferrari in the ass for Ocon pitting first anyway because it, he undercut him. <laughs> and a lot of the radio messages seemed to be like, I don't know, what do you think kind of thing, yeah. like asking the driver you know, to make the decision. So I, I, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, it was weird. They told him they told him at least twice to box and brought everyone out into the pit lane, and then told him to stay out as soon as he yeah. was like right there. It was very strange. Maybe they thought that you know if they could do the pit, the you know the pit stop in you know a tenth of a second or two tenths of a second quicker than the other guy, you can you can overtake them in the pits. It's it's doable, but yeah, they weren't getting it done on the track. That's for sure. No, no. Um, but we actually we did see some some pretty great passing during this race, which we I think we saw one pass all of last year, and it wasn't even all that impressive. But Kevin had a great move on Logan. Unfortunate for for the American, yeah. um, it was a very bad lap for him. Kevin got that great move like right on that turn right before the the hairpin. Yeah, very unu- then, yeah, very unusual. Yeah. Oh, the, the yeah the turn before the hairpin. Uh, the, yeah, the, right the one like down the hill yeah. where that bump is. Yeah. Um, yeah. They all move, yeah. They all avoid the bump where the road joins uh, exactly. from the side, and then the the right hander. I don't remember the name of it, but yeah, that's a decent overtaking spot if you can yeah. get your car positioned. So that was really impressive. But and then by the end of the lap, Logan got passed by both Stroll and Checo. Yeah. Um. So that was not good on him. But it, you heard that Haas was thinking that maybe they were tr- trying to use him to hold them up for Albon. But I mean, they were. I mean, it, way in the back, it really didn't. It I mean, didn't maybe you know. I guess it matters. You know, when you're they're, they're running different races, they're racing yeah. against different people, trying to hit different spots. But yeah, that's that's the team. I mean, that's yeah. that's the team a- aspect of it. I mean, Perez was basically out there just running, doing experiments for for Verstappen about what what tire compound would work. <laughs> yeah, what, you know what 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 was good and what wasn't. It, that's how teams work. So why not? I mean. And then after Logan got passed by those guys, he pitted onto soft tires in the middle of the race. It was, well, he, they were, I mean, he pitted like onto said, hard. He pitted onto hard for three laps. So he started yeah. on mediums to lap 20. And then he went onto hard for three laps and then, and then mediums. So it's I don't know. So strange. I don't know what, what he's doing or what they were doing, uh, you know, Trying to figure I can't imagine out, that was his know. choice. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. 
And then Max started pulling away from Alonzo at lap 22. He had a 10 and a half second lead. So it looked like, I mean, he was on the medium. So you would think that that would come, come back a little bit. Um, But he's, you know, around here, they say it's around like a 22 second pit stop. So he's got half a pit stop lead 22 laps in. Um, It's looking like another dominant max win. Yeah. 10 laps later, Max is still out there on the medium tires, and then he starts falling back. Um, Alonzo starts picking it up a little bit. The hard tires are maybe coming in more, pulls it into seven and a half seconds, and then Lewis is the first of the guys up front to pit, and he only loses one spot dropping behind George, who was behind him. So it didn't affect him all too much. And then we saw Alcon pit from P3, and he had a really poor pit stop. And he dropped in between the Mercedes, and it was looking like he potentially had lost his podium uh, finish in his what is now his home race because there is no French Grand Prix anymore. So this is really the closest they have. Um, Yeah, but definitely looked like it wasn't wasn't going to happen for him. Yeah, after that, because he wasn't really doing it on the track. He was just sort of surviving out there in in third position. But yeah, yes, just staying far enough ahead of Carlos to not not be too too nervous. But that that was not good. And then there was contact between Lance and Checo. Checo was making some pretty aggressive moves down near that chicane. Yeah, that was not good on him. And then Lewis took the fastest lap out of nowhere on on hard tires. I did not see that coming, um, and that was able to hold up till till the end of the race. That was pretty crazy. Um, I would have expected Max to to nab that towards the end. Well, but. I mean, maybe yeah. Well, obviously later on in the race, the the, the the lap times got a lot a lot slower. So yeah, you know, but that's right. Yeah, there's yeah, always yeah. the opportunity when your cars get lighter as the fuel burns off the laps get quicker but obviously that didn't happen this year and then finally carlos pits finally all the guys from the top are pitting um oh yeah and then checo crashes into the back of kevin so he's now crashed twice in two laps at the same spot but on a different driver and then he <laughs> damages his front wing yeah and so I mean the 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 overtake that he had on Lance, well not the overtake, but yeah, he kinda like clipped the back of Lance, straight lined yeah. the Nouvelle Chicane, went in front. And everybody said, Well, he's got to give that spot back. Yeah. But he did he didn't that lap. And then the next lap, he crashes into the back of Magnuson, um, ends up and then ultimately uh Lance gets around both of them because they came together. So ultimately, you know, I guess Kevin uh, Perez gave the place back. Perez said on the radio that he thought Magnuson brake checked him. Magnuson, yeah. after the race, actually said that his car went into anti stall. Um, Weird. Because he I hit didn't the, see that. Yeah, because he hit the he hit the curb, or or something happened to his car. He said he was struggling with that a little bit, so he lost a lot of his Weird. forward momentum. So. Maybe there was some some truth to it with Perez. You know, yeah. usually, usually when I hear these stories, my symp- sympathies are usually with the guy who's in front. The guy who's yeah. behind always thinks that he's, you know, the, the spot, the space is there for him to overtake. So right. I tend to believe Magnuson in these situations, but he did say that he went into anti stall so he lost forward momentum. So except for Max and Abu Dhabi, 
he definitely brake checked it. Brake checked oh, Lewis. There's some situations, yeah, where they definitely <laughs> brake checked it. Absolutely. Yeah. I said my tendency, but it's yeah, not it's, yeah, a, yeah, it's yeah, a starting yeah. position. But uh yeah, so Magnuson did seem to confirm what Perez was saying is that he did, you know, he wasn't moving as fast forward as he as he yeah. might be, and he, he crashed into the back of him. So um, that's a yeah. tough spot to break anyway. You're coming in through the changing the changing light, coming over that hill and trying to stop from going very, very fast. I mean, um, it is it's just a mental it's a mental circuit in, in Yeah, in, it really in, is. Even where there's space to to make a bit more room, they they choose not to. But yeah, uh, you know. Um yeah, anyway, it's 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 Monaco. That's all you can yeah. say. It's Monaco. Exactly. And then, like I said, Carlos had just pit. He comes out behind Ocon, and he is pissed. He wishes they had brought him in on one of those dummy pit stops because I guess he felt that he was able to maybe get ahead of him. But I'd never heard Carlos get that mad over the radio before. That was um, yeah. I that, guess the pa- the passion is good. I, I feel it's yeah. a, it's a little it's a little misplaced. I don't know if. I you think know, he apologized afterwards. Yeah. He was like, "I shouldn't have done that." I, you know, I want I want drivers fighting hard for the victories, yeah. but the the performance, like on the track, when it's him to when it's his turn to show up and put in some fast laps, is not there compared to you know the way he talks about what he thinks others should be doing and getting out of his way and yeah. making stuff happen. I don't know. There seems to be a disconnect for me. Um, yeah, maybe I'm maybe I'm a being too harsh you know i'm not a racing driver i just watch it but um i mean I didn't hear it i didn't hear seemed... hardly a peep from leclerc the whole, the right. whole race right it was all max i'm not max, yeah. i mean all carlos yeah absolutely at least you got to see the ferraris on the track you didn't see mclaren one time during the whole entire race i don't think they showed them at all very yeah very minimally and even if you did you had to sort of take a double take right because they yeah the, the new livery they cut out I liked a lot of the the, what's the color? What's the special orange color that they use? Papaya. Papaya. A lot of that was gone. At this point, Stroll thinks he might have damage, and we'd heard something similar to that with Alonso earlier in the race, where they both had thought maybe they had had punctures but didn't. So maybe there was I don't know something going on with the balance in the Aston Martins was weird. I think, um, I think a lot of cars were, t- were touching walls that maybe we haven't seen in the past. And this is something I noticed and I haven't done any research on it, but you, I think that the advertising, they had a lot of advertising on the Armco this year. It yeah. was just very sort of thin covers to the yeah. Armco. And they were getting it was shredded. Get, it was getting shredded all over the place. So maybe yeah. that's just because cars were close or maybe they were touching it and banging it. I don't know, but yeah, yeah on the, all the on all the exits on the outside, yeah. these these uh, advertisements were getting ripped up all over the place. So maybe that's just racing these days, especially you know in these these tight circuits, yeah, especially this track. I was pretty impressed with how sturdy the cars were when they like the barriers really didn't do any damage, unless it was like a real crash where they like really banged into it. Yeah. But when they just kind of like touched it 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 they were able to to sustain that yeah. that pressure which was which is pretty good even the end plates on the on the wings were, were were able to stay so that was pretty that was pretty impressive to me and then somehow i don't know how max does this but 
44 laps in. He still is on his medium tires that he started on, and he's picking the pace up again on Alonso, um, yeah. stretching the lead out to nine seconds. I, I was shocked. I I was shocked. He can, I, don't know. I mean, just the combination of, you know, the car and his driving style, you know, they're just very easy on the tires, which is why he's as, as quick and can do whatever he, he wants. You know, there was it's just not fair. There was no, <laughs> there was no stress on him at all. He could just, no. you know, react to whatever anybody else was doing. Yeah. yeah. And then next lap, Charles Pitts, um, how we are sitting now, Max Alonzo, Pierre, I guess. Has, so the top three have not pit yet. George hasn't pit yet. He's in P4. Um, and then Ocon, Carlos, Lewis, Charles, and I guess Yuki rounds out the, the top 10. Um, Pierre pits from P3. He drops down to P8. And then we hear George over the, over the, uh, the radio, lap 51, saying it's, starting to spit a little bit on the track. It's starting to drizzle. The first time I've seen McLaren all day is Lando pits from, from P10 right. um, only dropped one spot behind, behind Oscar. Um, so they McLaren was having their own race at P10 and 11. Uh, yeah. I mean, the, and the cars were just, they, they were all, I mean, I guess the, there was rain. There was talk of rain the whole time and it seemed to be, superfluous to me i must admit as a person watching the race i'm like ah they have this discussion all the time they're, yeah it's monaco they're just trying to there's keep always us there's always, always this, those clouds this threat um yeah. and you know so it's gonna miss and it's just you're just gonna watch the end of the race um but unlike ferrari the discussions that uh, red bull were having with max was you know do do whatever you want. Like stay out as yeah. long as you want, and when you feel like you want to come in, just let us know, and we'll we'll change the tires. Like they really put their faith in in him to make make the right decision. But yeah, you know they were talking about rain as well, and and like you said, it, it it's it, it appeared in one which caught which yeah the over by the hairpin it's like three yeah yeah three four five right there yeah yeah and then it just started pouring yeah um and yeah that that spot got got the worst so yeah coming down through casino square and then down the the second the next right hander into the hairpin and that's and that's the worst place for rain because there's a lot of elevation change in in monaco so you're going you're going downhill it's on a on a track that's covered in in white paint from you know the road markings so any kind of wetness is just an absolute disaster. Yeah. I um, feel like every time there's rain at Monaco, that is, you always see a car misjudge the hairpin and crash into the, the uh, wall on the outside of the hairpin. They turn the wheel and nothing, nothing happens. The car just yep. goes straight on. I think one point that made me laugh, one of the commentators, maybe it was Martin Brundle said it had, the cars had the handling of a, a, a shopping trolley. <laughs> <laughs> just that sounds like something he would say turn it and it goes sideways but yeah yeah um yeah and then you hit your wall you hit the wall and then your wheel is just like a, yeah, a shopping cart twisted. yeah if you're lucky yeah, <laughs> yeah you slide off the track and you slide into an escape road that's the yeah. best situation but more often than not it's the wall and then you start seeing some of the guys farther back pit on to enters because it's just worth it to take the gamble at that point. Yeah. Lance and Botas come in. Carlos is almost able to get by Ocon because um, Ocon has a little a little moment where the rear end goes out a little bit and he slows down and Carlos gets right on him, but he's he's um he's not able to 
to get by him again. And then strangely enough, lap 55, Alonso comes into pit finally and stays on slick tires. Yeah. Um, and and that that's the the biggest call of, of the race. The the call that's been analyzed the the most subsequently yeah. is what 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 did that do do to his race? You know what was that was that the right call? Yeah, I mean um, at that time. some people were saying it probably didn't do anything, but yeah. um, I guess it depends on Max was already by, so he would have made up that time on the on the wet tires. I don't know. I mean, it could have been interesting. It could have been interesting, I guess. Max is so is so dominant. You know, I don't. Yeah. You know, you're already, you're behind, and you want to suddenly jump ahead. You know, you need you need Max to to make a massive mistake. So, yeah, I don't think it would have made a difference. But yeah, Alonso changes onto to dry tires, does one lap, and then has to come come back in and go on to inters. You know, along with everybody yeah. else, pretty much. But they were so far ahead that he yeah. stayed in P2 anyway, even after two pit stops, which is crazy. Yeah, that, that, that is crazy. I mean, everybody, everybody, well, yeah, everybody, he, everybody did two pit stops, um, except for Max who did one, yep. uh, and Russell in the top, uh, 10, I guess. Yep. Uh, no, actually the uh, Piastri only did one stop. Oh, um, and Botas as well, but everybody else did two two stops pretty much. So even though he did two stops back to back, you know, he just yeah. you know did it at the same time. Everybody else spread theirs out a bit more. And then cars just start sliding all over the place. Yeah. Um, even on the the wet tires, Carlos spins off into the. Luckily, it was one of the one of the Escape moments roads. with the runoff area. Yeah. So. Um, didn't damage the car, but lost a few places and his chance to beat Charles, which I don't think he's done in a while. Um, other than that one podium, I think that he had. Yeah. 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 Charles had a very quiet race. Not quite sure, you know, what, what happened to him. He just was yeah going around and doing what he needed doing to get Monica done, I suppose. Thing. Yeah. And then finally, lap 56, Max pits onto Inters. Like I said, Alonso had to pit again, so they were pitting on the same lap. Both the Ferraris come in and double stack. They handled um, that well, the Ferraris. They, they yeah. did double stack, but uh, yeah, the car, maybe, maybe it lost a second or something behind it. Yeah. But it, was, it was very, very smooth. and Yeah, it, it didn't was, make it, too it, much of a difference. No, it was the right thing to do. Trying to get the car around another time, you'd have lost four or five seconds. Yeah, absolutely. Car they were, they if were you going, didn't crash. They were going so, so slowly. I mean, again, coming down the hill, um, down towards Portier before you went into the into the uh, tunnel, they were yep. almost like they were barely moving, these cars. It was uh, yeah, yeah, ridiculous. It, it, the rain picked up so fast. It was just yeah. drizzling, and then all of a sudden it was pouring. Chucking it down, yeah. And then Lance crashes out, loses his front wing. He is able to get it back to the pits. They try and fix it, but he jumps out of the car. And that is a very disappointing weekend for, for Lance all the way yeah. around. Yeah, especially with his his teammate, you know, yeah. tooling around in second, you know, trying to make something happen. Yeah. Uh he's it's gotta be frustrating for him. Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure he is. Um you know, Alonzo has been really kicking his butt all year. So yeah. I guess he's getting used to it at this point. And yeah. then the next lap, Kevin crashes into a barrier. 
Um, he's able to bring it back to the pits, um, but they didn't have a front wing ready. It was uh, it was bad, and he dropped all the way back to the back of the grid. I mean, he might have been in front of Sergeant because he was just tooling around in the back. Does that count? <laughs> yeah, no, it's like Latifi 2.0. <laughs> Um, when yeah when are we gonna have that discussion like sergeant or latifi you know like we were so happy to see you know sergeant (laughs) join like oh my god we don't have to deal with latifi anymore but now i'm like i'm like wondering did they make an improvement i don't know maybe i'm being he's a rookie come on i'm being yeah i'm I'm hoping that he's able to get a little bit better and i think that james james vowels is really smart and if anybody can fix that team i think that he can but it's it's pretty brutal to watch right now from from that williams team at least on a track like this yeah yeah um and then you didn't see it live but george gets a five second penalty for an unsafe rejoin um i mean they were saying maybe it was from the pits but then they show him he had gone off the track after i can't remember maybe it was yuki that went off in front of him um there was yeah then, there were cars going down the the, the same escape road at the, the same, same time. escape route yuki because like, yuki yuki had lost fr- p10 yeah. he blipped that the throttle didn't he yuki he blipped the throttle to spin it but he didn't sort yeah. of commit to it and and gave up and then he got sort of stuck and then he he like slid all the way back russell came into the same escape road and then he yeah. rejoined and then that was the unsafe rejoin because he yep. pulled right right in front of Checo. yeah yeah uh, so Checo that was the, flew yeah. up in the air. That was really bad. He yeah. didn't even look. I mean, how, I don't know what they're supposed to do or what they can see, what they can and can't yeah. see with the with the rain and the small mirrors. And obviously, they're you know they want to get I back, guess. back on as. But they were kind of. He was kind of like facing him. Like you would think if he had just looked up the road at who was coming because it's going up. You would think you'd be able to see. I don't yeah, know. I, who knows. They're pretty low in the car, so yeah, who knows? But yeah, but it looked pretty bad. You didn't, you, you weren't able to see his like visor cam, so you can't really see what he saw. But um, <laughs> I wish I I want them. I want Sky Sports to make their services available in the U.S. Oh, it's it, it frustrating you about all these guys, you know, click this button, click that button to watch. I want to be able to use all that. And I just don't like being dependent on ESPN. I feel like sometimes the like timings aren't lined up and you don't get to watch all of the shows and sky shows are way, way better than anything ESPN has. So wow. if anybody at sky sports is listening, <laughs> help, help us out in America, help, help us out here. Yeah. All right, so lap 61, Alonzo is coming back again on Max, but um, what is it? It's like a 78-lap race, and it's a 16-and-a-half-second gap, so it's looking very unlikely, and yeah, even just, if he did catch up, he'd have to They're managing, just managing the race at this point, yeah. Yeah. Um, Lando was able to pass Yuki, which was great. Finally getting to see some McLaren action. He was up into P9, and then Yuki unfortunately goes off the track. I guess it was someone else at that. Oh, right. That oh, that's, what, that's the time when Yuki went off. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, so he was in P 10 at the moment and he drops down to P 13. Oh. I felt so badly for yeah. him. That was points just thrown away. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I was happy for McLaren because now we had P nine and P 10, but um, 
yeah, unfortunate for Yuki. And then it, they didn't show it live and they didn't show what lap it was specifically, but somewhere in the last eight laps, Max had that moment where he had a little, his, his, uh, the back end of his car went out and he touched the wall. Yeah. Um, but he was able to keep it straight and take his second win at the Monaco Grand Prix. It's another win for Max. Yeah, it was never, never really in doubt, was it? Once he, no. once he kept Alonso behind him at the yeah. first corner, it was everything else was just smooth sailing for him. I mean, he lapped yeah, you knew. everybody, some yeah. people twice, I think. Uh, yeah. So uh, you know there was overtaking, but it was just cars being lapped and letting getting out of the way. Yeah, um, and all the overtakes that were on merit were all in the back half of the grid anyway yeah, so yeah the front half i mean yeah monaco i mean last year monaco was wet as well uh so much so yeah. that they they stopped the race completely so it's been it's not been the best uh cast couple of years for the monaco grand prix yeah. but it's in the Cars books now too big it's been done you know they're not going to get rid of it maybe they yeah. shouldn't you know it's but uh yeah. Charles was being interviewed by Martin Brundle before the race and Martin asked him like what do you think would make the sport better and he was just like make the cars smaller and lighter. And right. you know, if they were to do that, that would make this race way more entertaining. It just opens up more lines, right? That you yeah. can, you can try for the cars more space to 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 do things. Yeah. Um but it, it, you know, it, it, it is what it is. It's the same for everybody. So, yeah. you know, qualify well and see what you can do. But as a spe- as a spectacle for like, you know, is something exciting going to happen? You know, the rain certainly helped yeah. um, make it more interesting it, 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 as a race. It wasn't really doing anything up until that point. So it certainly yeah. made it interesting at the end. You never know who's going to spin off uh, when something like right. that happens. But, um, you know, Max just had it all under control. I, I believe... He's now got the most wins in a Red Bull. That's one more win than, than yeah. Vettel. I think it was 39, so, uh, something like that. So, yeah. Pretty crazy, and he's still a really young so, guy. Oh, yeah. It, the world, the world's at his feet right now. Um, yeah. Hopefully good, he actually... a good actually, race for Alonso, too. I don't think Alonso was really going to beat, beat Max, unless Max made a massive mistake, and Alonso kept himself in the spot he needed to take yeah. take advantage if and when Max made a mistake it just it just didn't happen you know yeah yeah and Alcon with uh his third yeah. the third podium of his career um lost the spot and was able to keep it on track and yeah. you know stay in the right place and 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 get that spot back yeah who um, so i mean who won the who won the driver of the day in the end was it Ocon or Alonso? I don't think it was Max. I don't know. It was, um, those, no, it was between those three. The the the, the percentages. Yeah, I saw it was. Before the I voted for five. Ocon. I don't know right. who actually got it. Yeah, I think Ocon. Yeah, it was. He probably did. I f- yeah. I feel like when an underdog like that is able to make it on the podium, usually the fans. He he had that, the but. toughest race for sure, especially at the beginning. Yeah. You know, people were right behind him trying to overtake him lap after lap yeah. after lap. That was not the case for Max and Alonso. So no, Mercedes putting the new new side pods on the car. Um, it yeah. wasn't a great 
weekend for them by any means, but um, yeah, and both fifth. of their cars were ahead of the Ferraris. So, yeah. you know, that's, that's good for them in the, in the standings. Yeah. 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 And then I guess McLaren, both their cars finishing in the points. Is... Yeah. I had them winners and losers because <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's good that both their cars were, were in the points, but both their cars were behind both Alpines and they were tied going into this race for yeah, and the constructors. That's so. who you're racing. No, yeah, great weekend for Alpine for sure. And like in their sort of home race as well, you know, yeah. good, good for them. Um, yeah. Ferrari, yeah, just another, they didn't even really have the the qualifying place. I mean, I guess technically Leclerc did qualify like P3 yeah. and got, got demoted and then just was a non-factor in the race. Yeah. Um, Checo, you know, once he once he crashed out, he, it was just it was just never going to happen for him. There's just yeah. no way you can make your way through the fields. You know, even mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm not going to say what Max can and can't do. We've seen him do some crazy stuff, winning from the back at other circuits. Whether he could at Monaco, I, I don't think so. Not unless yeah. everybody cooperated and got out of his way, like we, we right. claim people do constantly. But yeah, Checo, I think you know. That the separation is now coming. So any dreams yeah. that he might take over the lead in the championship and maybe Red Bull will turn their Monaco. attentions to him, it's yeah, it's not gonna happen. He needed Monaco to, to get a gap ahead of Max going yeah. into yeah. regular tracks. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like you could say Haas just because they're they're so up and down. They were like I think both their drivers were in the bottom three or four. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh just Another tough day for them. And then Stroll, you know, just couldn't couldn't get anything going, you know. And yeah. it, it must be frustrating when your your teammate is doing so well and you're, you know, picking up. He started off the season well, but he's just not been yeah. able to keep that up, Stroll. Like other teams, yeah. just, they're making progression and Alonso's moving forward with everybody else, but Stroll just can't get to grips with it. Yeah, and just making mistakes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. um, and that's that is the test of Monaco, right? You can't you can't yeah. make mistakes. There's no, that's that's one thing to its to its credit. You can't run wide or, you know, push it a little too hard. It will punish you. So yeah, yeah, going for gaps that aren't there. And that was that was really it for it. for yeah. Monaco. What about what are we getting coops this? Uh, in coops, um, I mean, lower, lower scores this week. Obviously, you know, with Perez yeah. uh, not being in the, the top 10, a lot of people obviously have him sort of second or third in their predictions. So uh, down under Sailor, I guess, uh, our Australian player. Uh, oh, my God. 200, 262 with the top points. Um, Shout out to Sherry Lazarus in third place. Oh, I noticed, I noticed the she's, Lazarus name there. She's <laughs> going to love that we shouted her out. Shout oh. out, Sherry. Nice job. Big points. <laughs> Good friend of my parents. Went to college with my with my dad. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then overall, um, I think uh, you're up to third. Or, you know, you stay in third. Stayed in third. Um, top three stayed the same, but it's close. It is so tight. In fact, the top two are tied. Uh, yeah. I didn't notice It's that. crazy. Um, and then Nick, uh, our fellow host who can't join us today, dropped down five spots to 13th. And how, where am I now? I think I actually went up. Uh, I had a t- nice. tough, I went up 15 spots to 99th, but I was as high nice. as 10th, 10th or so a couple of races ago. I've had a, just a shocker. 
in the in the meantime. But yeah, um, yeah. We'll see. Where's Mark at? I guess oh, for Mark, he's, he's he's not in the pine one. Yeah, so it's not, harder to find him. He's not highlighted. I think he's prancing to first. I think is his yeah. uh, is his name. I don't know where he is, but I don't know where he is. Uh, he's uh he dropped seventeen spots to forty eighth. Hmm. So he's still above me. Still above me. All right, we got All a right. little bit of work to do, but it's close. Nice. I'm taking it this year. Getting my first trophy. <laughs> I can feel it. <laughs> yeah, you get top. Yeah, top three gets gets you something. You got L- L- Luigi. Is that behind you? Only, only a few points yeah. back. So long way Mario's to go, yeah. brother. Un- unlike unlike Formula One, where we already know who the champion's going to be, yeah, pretty right. much. We we certainly don't know in uh, Coops F1. So you know, no. maybe <laughs> maybe they should. Show live Coops F1 standings as an overlay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As the race if Sky is ever get, if Sky ever gets in touch with you about adding, you know, more features for New York, I'll, American I'll let you know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll let them know. They can add it to the to the American Sky Sports app. Exactly. And then we have Spain next week. Spain next week. Usually, not that interesting of a race, just because it's one of the places where the teams historically have done a lot of testing. Yeah. Um, but not not so much recently, so no. Maybe that helps, and obviously teams are continuing to bring upgrades. Yeah, hopefully Mercedes will look good around this track. That would you be know, nice. We we'll see. You know, every <laughs> as as Formula One fans, we hope springs eternal for something you know exciting and interesting to happen. Speaking um, of Mercedes, how about these Lewis Hamilton rumors to Ferrari? To Fer- <laughs> how do you feel about that i mean i mean if lewis has still got the passion for it i don't know how many more years he's got left in him um that he wants to go you know what toto's promised him that he can he can deliver lewis wants I would to be, be shocked if he left i can't see him going to ferrari um no. you know vasa they haven't done anything more than bonotto did last year so yeah um I don't know. Yeah, I would be I would be absolutely floored if that happened. But I don't know. Who knows? Stranger Crazy stranger things, things have happened, yeah. Stranger things. Um yeah. He has to give up the corner. I had to bounce a hit. What is wrong with these people? Thanks for listening to the Undercuts review of the twenty twenty three Monaco Grand Prix. And join us next time for the twenty twenty three Spanish Grand Prix review. Thanks again.